This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. I have a question for you, ladies. You don't have to call me or text me or even message me. As a matter of fact, you don't even have to reply because the question is actually for each of you to just ponder. So here goes. How often do you see the need to upgrade your home? I hear women speak of this often. They are considering painting or buying a new carpet, maybe new fixtures, and the list could go on. I know my son told me once that I needed to upgrade my lighting system. Now most of that was because the existing fixtures throughout the home are a bit antiquated. But also they don't put out the best light. As a matter of fact, some will leave the room rather dim. Honestly, it wasn't something I really noticed too much. Oh, I saw others with new additions and admired them, but I just didn't want to mess with it. The choosing, the time it takes, the whole installation process seems like such an inconvenience. Anyway, I was thinking about this the other day, and I thought, why do I make so many excuses for not simply making my home a more attractive place? Laziness? Cost? Fear that it won't work or that I can't get it accomplished? I mean, how inconvenienced could I really be? All of my kids said they would help, even do it themselves. I really don't have any reason. Just a bunch of flimsy excuses. Well, the other day while I was going through some notes from one of our Ladies' Day at the congregation, I noticed that one of our speakers, who happens to be one of our podcasters, Sister Lisa Earle, had mentioned in her lesson how we can be dimming our lights as Christians. So you know where we're headed, don't you? When we do not shine as brightly as we could or should as God's women, we've dimmed our lights. While energy conservation is of grave importance in our world today, this is not the time to start dimming our spiritual lights. The psalmist pleaded with God in Psalm 119, 132 through 135. Look thou upon me and be merciful unto me, as thou used to do unto those that love thy name. Order my steps in thy word. And let not any iniquity have dominion over me. Deliver me from the oppression of man, so that I will keep thy precepts. Make thy face to shine upon thy servant, and teach me thy statutes. We all want the Lord to make his face to shine upon us. But when we have grown dim, when our behaviors are not exemplary of pure godly lifestyles, the face of our Father will grow dim. It's no different then when we see a wonderful long-term Christian example from a brother or sister in Christ, and then we have to watch as they slowly begin to slip away from us. They need to refurbish their spiritual abode. That must be done, as the psalmist said, by ordering our steps in or by His Word, the Bible. Once we get our heads back into what the will of God is for our lives, our lives will follow accordingly. In John 8, 1-12, We see the scribes and Pharisees literally dragging a woman taken in the very act of adultery into the temple where Jesus was teaching, challenging him, stating that Moses' law demanded she be stoned. Then they tried to catch him up, tempting him, stating, What say you? After some time, Jesus told them, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. No one did. They all left. And why do I mention this? Because our Lord was establishing His reputation, His authority, and they needed to understand that He truly was the Son of God 
and they needed to stop the hypocrisy. But the interesting thing is that in verse 12 of chapter 8 we read, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. If Christ is the light of the world, should his obedient followers not be reflecting the light of him? And how can we reflect that light if our reflected light is so dim that it is unable to illuminate anything? We also read in 2 Corinthians 4, 6-7, For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. For that light to shine in our hearts and be seen by the world, by that which is in darkness, we must study and store that word up in our hearts. Let's see what happened when Moses received the two tables on the mountain that God gave him. Exodus 34, 29-30 And it came to pass when Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tables of testimony in Moses' hand, when he came down from the mount, that Moses wist not the skin of his face shone while he talked with him. And when Aaron and all the children of Israel saw Moses, behold, the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to come nigh to him. That must have been very scary. But think about it, ladies. When we've been in the presence of God's word and we've connected with our Heavenly Father in our studies and prayer, it's going to affect our lives in such a way that others will observe and see the light of the Lord living in us then we will be pleasing to all who keep the commandments of Jesus, as we read in Matthew five fourteen through 16 Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works, and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Okay. Remember John 8, 12, where Jesus told the scribes and the Pharisees that He is the light of the world? Well, He also tells us that we are to be that same light. And as He showed us the Father, we must show the world Christ. Considering all this, do we dare allow our spiritual lights to dim? A dim light has caused many to fall. Not just others, but the one who is abiding in the dimness. Let's all make sure that our candles are trimmed, our oil is plentiful, and our lights are radiating for those who are caught up in the darkness, beginning first and foremost with ourselves. I thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.